0: Hi, everybody. How you doing? My name is Anthony Quinn. Yes. This is Quinspiracy. We're still doing these. <laughs> and I have my friend AJ Sherman here. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Wow. Yes. Um, I saw AJ a couple weeks ago. It might have even been last week. Um, I saw him at uh, one of the local spots. He's a comedian. Uh, you're out of New Jersey, right?
1: Yes, I am. Roward and Burrow.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, he had a really cool conspiracy song. He had other songs. Um, seems like a pretty talented guy to me.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh,. <laughs> I've been following the podcast for a while, man, and you know you've got quite a thing going over here. So I'm I'm very excited to make it on to conspiracy. This is a uh, oh, are you is, serious? I it was be
0: fun. Are you serious? Yeah. Be, oh wow. All right, cool, man, cool. All right, awesome. Well, now you get to have your own awesome episode.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know it, it's interesting <laughs> for me, um, and you know just to just to kind of get right into it. Uh, you know, growing up, I definitely believed. You know, dial up and DSL internet was the golden age of internet conspiracy theories. I think that was a really fun time <laughs> yeah. uh, when you had to go on forums and web pages and look at different stuff to kind of learn. And then uh, I got to, you know, kind of execute one of my dreams. You know, growing up, I had loved uh, Indiana Jones so much and watched, you know, all the different shows on History Channel of, you know, ancient aliens and all these different uh, shows that I, that I, watched that I, I, when I got to go do archaeology, it really changed my whole mindset. And like, I'm, I'm so down to get into it. Cause the really, the, the big place I, I think I land with you. And then I, the reason why I kind of instantly got hooked with, with you is, is you got the aliens right on the, on the cover art, man, you're, you're there. <laughs> and for a while, you know, I was really, I, I, I had really bought in that this is not happening, that this is some kind of collective mental amnesia. And, you know, it's not that the government finally turned my mind, but really after finally seeing these videos and hearing these stories of these pilots and kind of learning more about, you know, these uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, it really, you know, kind of opened me back up. And, oh, so you're uh, a believer. Yeah.
0: So you're, you're a belie- believer in UFOs.
1: Well, definitely, you know... Oh,
0: okay. A- All right, well, you're hurting my, my format here. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you. So, A.J. Sherman, on conspiracy. I'm Anthony Quinn right now. So, aliens from another planet, have they landed their spaceship on planet Earth?
1: Have they landed? Oh, I hope so.
0: Okay, so, hope so so you you pretty much just said, that's one of the questions I ask people, and you pretty much just said yes. You believe yeah. all the UFO info,
1: okay? Well, not the well, not all of it. You know, I think we're very lucky. You know that we have. You know, we the internet's come a long way from the DSL modem days. You know, we have all these backups. You know, we have people who can take a video on one side of La Cienega and somebody can be on the other side, and they're seeing two different things. You know, somebody sees the UFO, somebody sees the helicopter, and I think you know, kind of learning a little bit more about the history of Bergen County and all of the UFO activity that's gone on there and kind of just opening my mind up to the idea that we're not alone and kind of accepting that and kind of getting ready for whatever they're prepared to explain to us is, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Like, I'm there. <laughs> you know, like, well, I'm ready. Dude,
0: yeah, dude, I'm with you, man. I want to believe, too. Um, and are we alone in the universe? I don't think so. Has there been aliens yeah. here? Probably. Can we really see them or understand them? I don't think so. Um, I don't believe the UFO people. I don't believe any of it. Um, I saw the debunking for the, um, the the Pentagon thing, and the guy that did it was cool, cool as a cucumber. You know, um, yeah. He was just like, well, this is how this happened, and this is how that happened. And I just don't think he's hired by the government. You know, um, yeah. maybe he is, dude, you know. But um, I just, you know, with the NSA and all this stuff, and, you know, I just don't know if it's American. It's You mean it's Americans working overtime? I don't know.
1: <laughs> we don't have the capabilities right now for that. That's <laughs> that's rough. Uh, what, you know what? It's really the... We're so lucky to have the phones, the $1,000 hand computers. They're huge, man. And I think that they're only getting us ready and more prepared for, like, what's to come. And, And also the idea that, and this is something that maybe the people who were first thinking about UFOs couldn't have really grasped was that, it's not just that they're from another world, or maybe another galaxy, or or whatever. They could be in, from an entirely different universe, a different dimension, and they're phasing between different dimensions. We can't, in ways, we can't even understand. To me, that is like that's like the meat and potatoes of what it was so exciting about this uh, growing um, change in in the way that we look at them. You know, it it, it was a very big deal to, to me. To see these videos from the government a couple of years ago of these pilots and these things that they're officially saying we don't know what they are. Are they Chinese? Are they you know well, from yeah. another planet or whatever? Yeah. Again, like like you said, we don't know. But I, I well,
0: the guy I think said the one was a plane. They're, tr-
1: they're trying to get us ready.
0: The guys. <laughs> the guy said, "All right, man. All right." The guy said. The guy said it was a plane, he showed how it could happen, the other one was like a reflection off the water, like, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's hard, man, because, uh, you know, a lot of people are fans of UFOs, you know what I'm saying? They're not just like objective people that are like, look, it's a UFO, I never believed but now I do, you know, it's. Everybody that sees UFOs is a fan. So they're like looking for something and sometimes when you look for something, you see it. Um, I've seen everything they have, dude, just about. I've seen at least 80 to 90% of the UFO stuff. Um, And it's just, it's, you know, it's very interesting to watch. But when you make a documentary, you know, there's, there's ways that you do it, the ways that it's shot, ways that things are cut up. Like they have interviews with scientists, and they'll be like, "Are rocks gray?" The scientist says yes, and then they cut to somebody else. <laughs> I,
1: I'm so, oh, Anthony. I'm so glad that you got there because actually, you know, one of my uh, one, one of the first podcasts I ever subscribed to, ever, 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 two thousand and eight, the Skeptoid podcast, Brian Dun. <laughs> all right. Now, I know that people have very mixed feelings about Brian Dunning and B. Duns, and he's been on Joe Rogan, and he's been you know, rebuked, and he's had, his, you know, pair, ton, uh, he's had his share of the limelight for a little while, but the project he's working on right now speaks exactly to what you're just saying, is that there are scientists that are being brought in for these documentaries, and the way that they, their theories or their thoughts are then um, shown in the documentary is not representative of the words they said during the interview process. And I think that that's so crucial, and that critical thinking is so important every day to uh, just function in society you know and what I mean by critical thinking is not to you know I'm not this the kind of person who sits in the, in the uh in the back of the room with my arms crossed and says no or like get out of here or whatever like i'm I'm working with you as far as you can get but the what I mean by critical thinking is Applying the extra five minutes of thought that yeah. requ- that are required by a human adult to function in the earth right now, with deep fakes and what I imagine is coming out in the next few years, that the technology is going to be able to do, thinking critically will become so crucial to just every day walking around.
0: So, so let me just say this, dude. Um, I used to be more of an um, an enthusiast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I like this stuff still. And I hope some of it is real. But, dude, it's the same shit. They've always been saying that. They're repressing technology. They're repressing, and they are. Because they have to. Or not they have to, but in their eyes, they have to. Because, you know, they are trying to control us. Is there conspiracies? Absolutely. I mean, dude, there was a conspiracy when the king was running shit. You know? Um, Yeah. And the king would cut off your head for saying one fucking thing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no totally it, it's, a, it's a it's a different world you know and we uh, right like the the idea of conspiracy theory like or, or, or conspiracy just the just the word conspiracy has so changed right like it could have meant you know four dukes and two lords and a wizard come up and they say all right well don't worry about like this special rock that's getting people sick okay we'll put it over here all right don't just don't touch that rock and then you know, suddenly this rock has magical powers and suddenly there's a dragon guarding the rock and you can't get past the dragon because there's a moat and it's filled with one-eyed lizard women. You know, <laughs> it's, all, it's all kind of exponentially growing. But I think um, where I kind of land on why I, was, why I wrote the Conspiracy Theory song was because I think there's like a, kind of like how everything is on a spectrum these days you know, conspiracy theories are fun and interesting and enrich the way we see the world and help, uh, you know, to help the way we look at it until they're not right. And and, and I'm not trying to get all serious here, but like no, there's a certain brand of conspiracy. There's a certain brand of conspiracy theory that, you know, typically, uh, you know, it, it fucks with the Jewish people. What my people, uh, I am a Semite, uh, Oh, and yeah, I mean, I dude, like and it it I say it all
0: it's the time on this show. That annoys the piss out of me. I'll be watching right. a fucking, this is years ago, not as much now, but I'd be watching something, and then at the end, they're like, they come with some kind of weird anti-Semitic thing, and they think they're pulling it off, but they're not. You know, um, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, when you look into these guys, like, everybody loves Bob Lazar. He was on Joe Rogan. But you know, have you ever heard of this guy, Doctor Grande?
1: No, I've never heard of Doctor. Um, he's
0: in. I talk about him a little bit on these podcasts. But he's a um, like a scientific researcher. He's like a mental health professional, and he does the psychoanalysis and um, and he psychoanalyzes all all these dudes, and he like gets all the information about them. He gets everything that they say, everything that was said about them, their criminal record. He gets everything available. And when he... And he has no... Like, he doesn't like... Um, the only thing he, I think he's a little biased towards are people like... Um, Ed Cartole or something. You know, somebody who who is trying to help oh, people right, right. mentally that is uncertified. I saw him do one in Ed Cartole and it was awesome. He ripped them apart. Um in, <laughs> in a very calm scientific way though. So I right. I trust that. And when he talks about Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar got busted for like a prostitution ring. Um He's, like, borrowed money from his family for years. And, I mean, there's all this, like, shaky, shady stuff. He, like, married the same woman twice the second time. She had a different name. And right. what, what it comes down to is these guys are just showmen. You know, they're just totally. showmen and, and they found a niche. David Icke, you know who David Icke is?
1: No, no idea. Let me look that up. Who's David Icke?
0: Oh, really? You don't know who David Icke is? Okay, David Icke is the original lizard guy. The, the original guy who was saying about the shape-shifting lizards. Um, there you go. People were saying it before him, but he's the first one in contemporary times to really come out. And, and he was a professional soccer player in England, and he was like um, a very famous commentator. And one day he thought he was Jesus. He thought he was a deity. He woke up and thought he was a deity. And then he started being a conspiracy guy.
1: Any Imagine st- the confidence you have to have to wake up and think you're a
0: god. <laughs> I'm Anthony Quinn <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh man. But, you so- know, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, uh the I like the fun part. And and I think it's also it, it's also when we're thinking scientifically about stuff that we have and we're not, you know drawn at straws here, I, I think it's all in good fun. And that that's kind of what the song I wanted to kind of perpetuate because it's so interesting to me and we haven't been Facebook friends for that long, but what's interesting to me is like there's kind of, um, and maybe, maybe you feel this way too, but I feel like there's been a big part of the American emotional diet that has changed and that is uh, shame. <laughs> and I think that back in the day, um, you used to have a good part of your emotional, um, you know, daily intake was a little bit of shame here and there, and I think that we've kind of now come to a part, a point in uh, American culture where we're less on the shame, and we're kind of portraying this as uh, overconfident um, intelligence, and it's just like, it, like. The, like, the idea that everybody online has, like, their own little conspiracy theory, and then they're just free-willing to share them with uh, the masses in such, like, an uncontrolled, like, uncontextual way. Like, that's why I wanted to do this, because, like, I think this is important. I think it is totally fun to talk about the aliens and that we could talk about all the different things that we have questions about in our own minds, right? Like, it, there's, there's all the time. But like it's this un unco- it's this uncontextual, like crazy. You know, I'm talking about the microchips in the vaccine. I'm talking about the, you know, th- th- these kind of like we've like we've lost that uh, of that part of your uh, person where it's like maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, maybe I
1: should hold this back.
0: Yeah, we're going through a pandemic, dude. So, one of the big things I have a problem with with some of this stuff is fear mongering. Like, people are already scared, they're frustrated, and all these douches just want clickbait. They just want views. They just want, you know, and. I just, you don't yeah. get a pass from me for that, man. Um, You know what sucks, AJ, is that there was a company that was trying to put um, a barcode in the vaccine so you could get scanned. Like, they literally were trying to do that, but they didn't do it because all the conspiracy people would go nuts. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it was going to be done. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just... When you really look at what they're saying, what's behind all their beliefs. I mean, when you hear that David Icke thinks he's a god, you know, yeah. and that um, all this other stuff, it's like, and then, and he gets into some crazy shit, you know, about the right. global elite and about stuff they're doing. And and people don't know it, but they're getting scared, like subconsciously and and front lobe consciously or whatever they call it. Like you're getting subliminally scared.
1: So, yeah. Um, it's a powerful sales tactic, right? Like, yeah. L- let me ask you this because I, I, I like asking people questions too sometimes. <laughs> do you feel that when you're doing comedy, when you're up and you're performing, do you feel like you're selling?
0: Um, it all depends. It depends more on the crowd. You know what I'm mm. saying? Um, I try not to really sell. You know, Mm -hmm. because um, that's how you can get really hurt if you bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. If you're selling really hard and you're, I mean, the whole thing really, stand-up comedy, is you're trying to get people to buy in. You know, you're trying to get them to buy in. And with me, I'm an older guy. I've been back for a few years now. I'm just starting to kind of get an act. And I'm a little goofy and a little loud. So, you know, you could say I'm selling it a little bit you know but you know we just i we I try to have more integrity these days. I try to swear less, be more goofy. And it just it leaves so many more places to go.
1: I feel you. Yeah, it I feel like when I'm playing um that like I'm not I'm not doing the hard sell with the playing. The the playing is the soft sell. The hard sell for me is the interstitial material which I would call comedy adjacent at this point. <laughs> You know, I'm still learning. I haven't been doing this for very long, but, you know, I think what is, uh, from uh, from a guy who does sales for uh, my day job, you know, I I think that there is quite a lot of bit of selling you need to be able to do as a stand-up to really, you know, get the crowd be able to behind you, and the trick with everything is to make it look easy, to make it look effortless.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what you said. When you're a salesman, so I'll put it this way. But when you're trying to sell too hard, people don't want to buy. Right. You know. So you know, I try to not really think about it. But yeah. But even stepping on the stage, you're trying to sell everything. You're selling your soul, yeah. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right. So listen, for sure. listen. Before we get off this topic, let's hear the hmm. conspiracy song. You want to play the conspiracy oh, song?
1: Oh, sure. I would love to. I would love to.
0: Okay. This is awesome. A, this is awesome, people. He actually dedicated this to me.
1: <laughs> I did. I knew you were in the crowd, and I was, I was Dude, I slept like I slept I was, I was, like, wow. I slept like
0: a I slept like a baby that night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. All right. The aliens came down, they told me what to say, yeah, they're building underground cities and they're on the CIA. Yeah. the aliens came down, there's three in my basement, the new world owner's got a brand new replacement, hey, yeah. secret Illuminatis, I stand before you freeze, the skull and bones just called me and they're shipping me off to sea, got my jumpsuit on Amazon, gonna dive in with men sneakers on at and- When I hit the bottom, the hollowed earth will be revealed. Got crime rings and pizza shops, Walt Disney's and Ice Pop. Bob Lazar and Roswell at Area 51. I saw Jimmy Hopper have brunch with JFK next to Princess Diana with Elvis in L.A. All right. Hey, thank you. All right. LA just seems like the perfect setting for that song, you know.
0: I might, you know, I might have to have you send me a recorded version of it. Um, perfect. Yeah. So, so I, have I, one. I could play that at the end of the episode, and um, I'll plug it right now. I'm gonna put a recorded version of that because that was good, but I want people to hear all the words. You know, it was a little muffled oh, because sure. you're on a phone. Um, for sure. But that was great, man. That was great. And
1: thank people, you. I, go ahead. No, I I love that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that
0: one. That's a fun one to sing. Um, you know, let me just say, yeah, that AJ Sherman does like a whole act, pretty much with all songs. And let, me, dude, people love that. You could have major success with that. People love the music, the the funny songs and stuff.
1: I'm so glad that they do, and it really came from the idea of, um, uh, I. I had played when I was growing up. I played in bands when I was growing up. Seriously, I had played in college. I had uh, I I, I DJed uh, for a while in college, and I've I told this story a little bit before, but I was DJing at a party in Albany, New York, for Kegs and Eggs in 2011, and the first start of my conspiracy theory trail was we made Glenn Beck in the coverage because we rioted so hard. It made, like, national news. It was, it was really terrible. I was only... DJing, I just got a noise complaint, but kind of after that, I stopped playing and stopped <laughs> performing or doing anything for a long time, mm. and then my wedding came around, and uh, I had always heard about uh, my dad. My dad was a drummer. My dad uh, always tells me the story that he played with uh, Tito Puente on the windows of the world in the World Trade Center in the 80s, and like had like this really fun uh, Latin percussion career, and I was like, you know what, I want to play at my wedding. Everybody I've ever met says my dad, he, they remember seeing my dad play at his wedding with his brothers and they want to do that. Um, and I was like, I want to recreate that too. A little selfish, but okay. And uh, I practiced and I got to, you know, I played. Um, uh, uh, my big fear was like, I didn't know, I didn't, I as an event producer before in a different job, I hate when people stop a party right like I hate like when a party is mid swing and then somebody's like okay well we have an announcement please stop having fun we have to talk about things now I hate that so I had the band play ACDC you shook me all night long and I came up and did the guitar solo and then I was just there and then I got to play uh, a song I'd written for my wife which uh, was a really fun and memorable experience and then I got a little taste of that high back that afterglow of oh yeah stage and oh yeah it really it really just kept going on me and then um that was in september then december of that year uh my wife sent me an open mic and she was like what do you think you want to go give it a shot and i was sitting in my sitting in my apartment i was like what am i going to do you know should i play covers and i was like you know what like i always wanted to try stand up um you know growing up before you know podcasts and uh you know having the internet in your car we had i had stand-up cds and i would listen to george carlin and nick dapallo and cool and, uh everybody. And, and everybody and I was like i want to i really want to try uh you know stand-up but let's try you know like a song it's low risk everybody's going to be at this thing they're going to play serious everyone's going to be you know very buttoned up let's be funny let's just let's try let's see if i can get laughs and if i don't get any laughs if i get no laughs i tried it Fuck it no big deal and I did it, and it was like the best six minutes of my whole life, and I was, it was really great, and I was like, I have, to get, I have to do this, I have to do this all the time, so, and it was just like, I was, I was off and running after that, and the Conspiracy Theory song came after pushing, you know, you, it was as the a best musician, six it's different than you life. guys, you guys are trying stuff out every day, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay, it's alright. Um, so, did your dad like it? Did your dad like your, your song?
1: Does my dad like my comedy? No. But, no, but I'm uh, saying, did he
0: like the wedding? Did he like the way you played?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, yes, definitely. I was going to say, because
0: if he's got a problem, you tell him you did conspiracy, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he loves my credits, man. Uh, he, <laughs>
0: fuck Tito Puentes, he, he, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck that. What are you, who the fuck is Tito Puentes? Nobody knows that motherfucker. Like, come on, man. I'll kick his ass right I'm,
0: now. What's he, like 80? <laughs> i'll I beat his 80 dead. year old
1: ass i think, ass. I think he passed didn't he pass no, all I right even better
0: even better i'll beat his dead body up no i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just
0: joking oh my no,
1: god I, it, we're lucky man you know and it, it was very fun to find the little scene in jersey city when i was living there and uh yeah man i've just i i've, I've loved every minute of it <laughs>
0: All right, so listen, enough of this. Enough of this. I have more questions to ask you, young man. Youngish man. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get that right for a second. Okay. So AJ Sherman, right now, I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. Is there a creature named Bigfoot? Yes or no? Go. No. Alright. You came around for this one, buddy. i'm proud of you dude we still have to talk about the alien thing but but you you showed up for this one dude
1: no you know it's people do a lot of drugs in the woods man
0: dude do you know how big bigfoot is i mean do you you could have a bunch of really good you could have hit albums aj I mean, hit albums, and you would never be bigger than Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> no, never, of course not. I mean, he's got so many different cool versions. I mean, you got Harry and the Hendersons, you got Chewbacca, you got really some nice cultural figures. Dude, um,
0: you have no idea what they say. They say the Skunk Ape in Florida, the, you know, the Yeti, or just there's just so many of them, dude. But that
1: all goes back to, like, (laughs) ancient humans, like, being afraid of the fucking woods, man. That's a good thing to be afraid of.
0: Like, dude, I used to think a skinwalker was a prostitute, okay? (laughs) 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 But now, dude, it's a scary monster that lives somewhere in Utah. It's like, come on, man. I mean, I don't know. But, um... Yeah. When you ask them about it, there hasn't been any activity there since like 90 or 2000 or something. And honestly, I think it's biological weapons testing. You know, a lot of this spooky stuff, they just, you know, it's all diversionary, dude. I mean, they've been saying there's going to be, a, be a, a big reveal, right? Like that's kind of what you were talking yeah. about before. Like there's going to be a big reveal. but. You know, I don't. I thought at one time maybe they thought they were gonna be able to pull off fake aliens, but they just can't. They can't pull it okay. off. So I don't really know. But there's a, a a huge the ones that are reported, the UFO sites that are reported, a huge percent of them are hoaxes. I mean, you said a lot of the, the sightings that you heard about in your area, dude. I mean a lot of them are hoaxes. I know it already. Because when you see the person that's saying it, they're like, you know, hold on, let me get another beer. I'll tell you all, let me get another bottle of Steel Reserve. You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah, it's... The, beer, the Bigfoot cult thing is, is, is curious to me because... You would think more people would make up their own skeletons like Piltdown Man. Remember Piltdown Man? You'd think pe- more people would come up with these elaborate, you know, uh, bones they just have structures. The, they you know? just have
0: the concrete, the the plaster of Paris' feet. That's all they have.
1: We got 3D printers <laughs> now, man.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? The, the funniest is like, dude, there's Bigfoot shows where they track them on networks. And they'll go I and they'll know. be like broken like trees and they'll be like... Only one animal could break that tree that way, <laughs> and it's like, dude, what animal is that, sir? you know, their science is just nothing. You know, like the right. flat Earth thing. What do you think about that? Are you, AJ Sherman? Are you a flat Earther? Definitely not. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I knew it, dude. Um, I knew those songs were not. too fucking good. <laughs>
1: you know, it was the the flat Earth one is is bizarre, bizarre one to me. You know that it's you ridiculous. really have to. You really have to hate school and like hate teachers. He's got <laughs> so millions like,
0: of people. He's got like two million p. He's got millions of people. That guy. I watched Did you watch the do- the Netflix documentary? It's called like.
1: No, the- I haven't. I haven't committed to, committed to that. I've been watching the. You know what I'll do because I'm a I'm a married guy, so I, there's very strict rules about what I can and can't do on any given day. But um, when I was uh, you know, when I want to watch a show or a movie by myself, I'll usually watch it in parts. Gotcha. So I'll watch, like, the Unexplained doc on Amazon, like, maybe over a week. I watch the Bob Lazar documentary over maybe one or two that weeks. garbage. Uh, garbage. Yeah, yeah. Really just, like, these—and that's why I would be like, oh, no. And then I'd shut it off, and I'd be like, well, you know, I'm bored i am a little high. Let's see. <laughs> and he's know?
0: like, he's like, I don't want this. I didn't want this to happen. Like, he's playing— yeah, I mean he's he's decent at it, but you know, then don't make the documentary. Stop doing interviews.
1: <laughs> right? No. Yeah, I, I feel you. We're. It's odd that these guys play the "I don't want it" card like so weirdly. You know what I mean? Well, like well, he does. A comic, a, a comic could never get away with that.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons why I interview comics on this. This is only comics. Yeah. Because, you know, we have kind of good bullshit detectors, right? If you're going to get on stage, you have to be pretty sharp. You know, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be. (laughs) But if you want to get better at comedy, um, you know, we have decent bullshit detectors. And honestly, AJ, nobody cares about this information. So they don't do the proper research. It's a joke to everybody. And it's probably it's probably okay that it's a joke to everybody. But the right. problem is is that some people go around spouting facts that are just not true, that are theories. Right. Everything is a theory, really, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. we don't really know much about human life, really. You know, right. I mean, we do, but we don't. I mean, they're all theories. It's a theory of evolution. So, I don't know. It's... it's uh... I just I have a beef against like ancient alien. You ever watch Ancient Aliens?
1: Of course I do, dude. I oh, did hardcore oh archaeology for a year. Oh I my
0: god, we have one, folks.
1: <laughs> I, I was really there, man. Like so, do you know, like one. the day to day of archaeologists. Do you know how uninteresting and boring it is? Like oh,
0: you were oh you were an, oh, an archaeologist too. So they used to so but so you know that it's all bullshit then.
1: 100% man so like <laughs> so okay, I right. go ahead I got some good stories I was out you know I was digging in um, I spent a year abroad when I was uh, in school I, I lived in Israel obviously oh my and, god uh, that's awesome yeah it, it was it was really fun man and then I got to do three different archaeology projects when I was there the first one well that, that's a pretty good hand.
0: line if you meet a chick she's like I'm a, I'm <laughs> from America I'm an archaeologist. Whoa! Did you get some it, it was, action with that? Or what? Uh,
1: <laughs> what it was, I did like a pottery reconstruction. That's where you sit in a room and you put together puzzles that don't have instructions. Gotcha. That's really hard. Um, the second part was, this was my favorite part, was, well, no, the, it was my second favorite part, which was I had a class on the Dead Sea Scrolls with somebody who... Was an archaeologist, but also an expert in ancient dialects and ancient Hebrew. So he could not only <coughs> dig them up, but he could read them. And we got, like, unprecedented access into the Shrine of the Book, which is where they keep the Dead Sea Scrolls. We got to go to Qumran, where they write, where they, they were written, where um, the Dead Sea Scrolls were written by this sect of ancient Jews called the Essenes. Ha- hasn't were- that
0: been debunked, though? No.
1: No, there that's real man. So they they went over there and they thought it was the end of the world and they started writing like crazy because they didn't bring any women. So just like a whole bunch of comics, they're sitting around writing all day trying to come up with really good material and they put it away in these jars and and eventually they got discovered in the in the 50s and why they're so important is because these texts are literally copies of the Hebrew Jewish Bible, the first five books of Moses, the Old Testament, if you will, written in the year 100 BC. Right, which proves that there were Jews there. <laughs> 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 and uh, as controversial as that may sound, um, they really were. And what's very exciting, and what a lot of the science, what a lot of the science that this professor was working on, and, and how he was. Um, His main conjecture uh, thesis, if you will, was that Jesus had to come and hang out with these guys for a while because a lot of their texts end up in the Gospels in different ways.
0: Is that the book of Enoch? Is that the one with the book of Enoch?
1: I'm a little bit I'm a little bit rusty on my my. Uh, no, biblical, I'm saying with biblical, the Dead Sea ski
0: Scrolls, uh, the Dead the Sea sc- ski, Sea Scrolls. I don't know why I can't say that. Um, I'm not by a seashore, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I. But that's just like different books of the Bible, right? Of the yeah, the, so the, the would, Old Testament, lip, right? Yeah, just
1: like the monks did in the in in the Middle Ages, they would just copy. The books that they had, so they would just copy, you know, Genesis and Exodus, and you know, the, the mostly the five major books is, is a lot of the copies that we have. We don't have a lot of the, uh, you know, apocrypha and also the, um, you know, the uh, extended passages and Psalms and stuff like that. You don't have that so much, but
0: the book you've got of the big Enoch. Five. The book of Enoch is the one that says about the aliens and all that stuff. That's the one they always oh. refer to. Uh, on your favorite show, Ancient Aliens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's typically where they're hanging out. And, you know, the the work of archaeologists is just not that exciting. And there's a big rule in archaeology that the cooler the hat, the worse the (laughs) archaeologist. And the cooler the hair, the the worse the Ancient Aliens guy.
0: (laughs) You know, I used to like Giorgio, and then I found out a little more about him. And it's not that I don't like him, but he just has like no credentials. He was like a he was like a bodybuilding guy. He he um he wasn't a a... he he organized bot male body, bodybuilding events. And and then all of a sudden you're nailing. <laughs> I think they just cast him for that show. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah,
1: he's straight out of central casting with the hair man. They're like, Oh, we got that guy. He's good. Bring him on in. He's yeah, good. Yeah, so I don't know, and
0: and and that guy Robert Van Duschenheim—I never say his name. The guy who wrote *Cherry*. <laughs> Thank the guy. you. I never say his name right, purposely. Um, <laughs> but he said he was in a um, a Jesuit seminary, I think it was, and he was like, but it was a laid-back one, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so he said he said that one of the guys was like cause he said I looked to the the ceiling and I saw there was a war in heaven and he goes I thought this could not be my god and one of the, the monks or whatever was like look into the book of Enoch and uh mm-hmm. and that's where you know they get a lot of the stuff so but they say everybody's an alien Bigfoot's had sex with angels and made, you know, giants and shit. I mean, there's just, it goes on and on and on. And uh, I'm wondering just how these guys can go home and, like, for Thanksgiving dinner and shit while they're cutting the turkey, you know?
1: <laughs> like Well, it's gotta, it's gotta be like a comic, right? You know, we're always looking to get in the bit. So, like, how do you, they're just waiting, you know? So, like, somebody's hanging around and, and you know, they're cutting the Thanksgiving turkey and somebody's like, Oh, stuffing? What's stuffing? I've never heard of stuffing before. And it's like, let me tell you the truth about stuffing.
0: I just say, like, when you spew bullshit and you make money spewing bullshit, I mean, do you just keep it up all the time? Are you like, the way you cook that turkey is kind of like an alien ship? <laughs> See <laughs> yeah, how my yeah. sliver is round? There could be in the room right now.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? That, like, a lot. it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a know, big man. ask. A all long right, so, walk, as we would
0: say. All right. So, so we're going to continue on here. So, yeah. AJ Sherman, mm. again, I'm going to ask you right now what do you mm. think about magic with a K? Not David Copperfield stuff, the mysticism, witchery, all that kind of stuff. What do you think about that? Go.
1: This is a hard one. Um, is it? I, I, well, yeah. Um, I fall here's uh, uh, okay. I fall on this. I go back to the spectrum. If it doesn't hurt anybody and it gives people solace and it makes them feel better and it's not hurting anybody else, it's okay.
0: I think fall but, is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. You go know, ahead. like
1: no, I. You know, I'm not the kind of guy who has crystals, but I know people who do. I'm not the kind of guy who. You know, saged my smudged and sh- saged my house. But I know people who do.
0: I've been smudged, think- dude. I've been smudged, but it was after a massage. I was happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was too tired to get up anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, it's... It, it, I'm not into it. I'm not personally a subscriber to these b- beliefs. But you know what? If it makes somebody feel better to talk to a Long Island medium and to like have Oh
0: my god, that lady closure. is so she's dumb as a fucking stump. I can't even she's, watch that. I don't know. How,
1: like she's, yeah. she's, like what she does is like you could. There's a you know if you philosophize on it too much, like you could definitely say that she does objective harm to people. But at the same time, you know, kind of from the reading I've done and and the work that I that um I've tried to put in on this subject is that you know if they're if they go on to just like accept what what the, what the medium says to them and it's not really about giving any life advice or if the person can really accept, you know, kind of the one-off conversation, that then that would probably be all right. Well, listen, it's look, wrong, it's not real, it doesn't exist, but okay. I can justify it in my mind and do the, error, the mental acrobatics to justify my friends doing it, well, you know?
0: okay, what's interesting to me about this is there's so many people that really, really believe in it, um, especially the ghost thing. Um, the thing I say about psychics is, listen, man, um, I know you're good at cold reading people. I could probably be a psychic if I really wanted to. Um, you know, because you really just cold read people and you use common sense. Um Uh so uh I'm not gonna cold read you, don't worry, AJ, you're fine. (laughs) Um gotta warm me up
1: anyway.
0: So what I'm saying is just be nice about it, right? Like you don't have to tell people that their dead son is right next to them. You know, you could say, I feel that your son is in peace. You know what I'm saying? You could say shit like that. I mean, there's a bunch of ways. But even if people are good and they really are seeing stuff, there's days when they got to do the grift too, right? I mean, it's all part of it. So I don't know. Um, I know my neck hurts sometimes and I'm wondering if it's my ex-wife, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know... When you're a Human bald guy, also when you're a bald guy, it's easy to make a voodoo doll, buddy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah, uh, we can talk about being bald brothers all day long. That's how we originally became friends. Bald like, brothers,
0: slow back, bald- man. Well
1: bald, well, bald. You know, hey man, that it's sounds a, like a terrible
0: That sounds like a terrible podcast.
1: Oh, that would be yeah. That's definitely going to be rough. Bald activists. Hi, welcome to
0: Bald Brothers.
1: <laughs> we're here talking about rights of bald people and, uh, you know, different ways that we're being persecuted these days.
0: You know, I used to actually listen to a show called The Bald Truth with uh, this guy, I think his name was Spencer Coburn or something like that, Stuart, something like that. And it was a good okay. show. It was a great radio show. And it was about wow. all the people that have these terrible um, hair replacement surgeries, like how bad they are and how bad the doctors are, like horror stories.
1: That shit gives me fucking nightmares. You, I, I would never do that, right? Dude, like, that's
0: just... All the women I've ever been with like it. They were like, no, it's fine. I like it. You know, I've mm. never had a woman say, I wish you had hair. No, I've never... had. Uh, uh, dude, who cares? It's easier to... It's easier to trim my hair now. <laughs> no,
1: it, I feel you. It's... I had a really hard time with it because I went bald at 23. Like I fully shaved at 23. I had been balding and wearing baseball caps for three or four years, and at a certain point, you just can't do it anymore. And yeah, you have to kind of accept it, and you know,
0: well, it, it, it just—it's <sighs> going out in the sun too. You have to be very careful. You know, you have to—you always, always have hat. to wear wear a hat. I don't really wear much sunblock, but you just have to remember that that skin on your head hasn't been. Hasn't had the culture that your your, your arms have. You know, it, it's very tender. Uh, ma- actually, mm. your, you, yours is, is getting not so tender. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, I, you know what though? I went for, uh, you know what I started doing for self-care? I started going to get facials because I got so much face.
0: Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, facials are it's cool. Been,
1: yeah, and like, it's uh, it feels good. You know, I miss... It's definitely not the same vibe as, like, being in the Italian barbershop and they're, you know, playing Dino and, you know, the guys are talking Italian and you're in and out in a, in 40 minutes. Like, definitely a different vibe with the new age music and you're fully laying down and, you know, there's five guys on top of me. That's a whole different experience. But, yeah. you know, yeah. at least their moisturizer that they use, you know, they apply it five times. It's very nice.
0: <coughs> you know, I know um everybody's up Joe Rogan's ass now. He's everybody's boyfriend. But, um... But that dude had hair plugs. He Oh, uh, he did? He had hair plugs at one time. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, I mean, how can you be such a hardcore cool guy if you had hair plugs at one time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the dude, like, he I'm not gonna stay on this long, but he did Fear Factor for eight years. You know what I'm saying? I thought
1: that was his natural hair.
0: How can you but how can you be hardcore if you did fear factor? for eight years. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. he's like, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's, you know, he's he's got an interesting place in, in the world, and like, it's, it's personally, I'm a Mark Maron guy. I don't know where you, where you I fall. I fucking on, like,
0: love Mark great- Maron. And listen, I'm a Joe Rogan guy. He's a fucking kingmaker, dude.
1: He's a king. I, I get that. Right, but like Joe Rogan, I watched Joe Rogan for the Clips, I listen to Mark. I wanted. I want to be with Mark. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: Mark Maron you know? is so fucking funny. He's he's well. He used to go on Stern all the time. You know, I'm a big Stern yeah. fan. Yeah, and uh, he used to go on O and A and Stern all the time and stuff. And uh, so, I mean, that's really what this show is. This show is radio, man. You know this. This I, is.
1: I, lo- I love radio.
0: Yeah, this is this show is is like '90s radio, baby. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if it's good it, you're throwing, '90s you're radio. It. <laughs> I don't know if it's good '90s radio. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, so what about ghosts? Ghosts? No, no ghosts. Hmm,
1: Ghosts. No, you
0: know. He goes. Hmm. Ghosts. Hmm. <laughs> ghosts.
1: Mm, ghost. You know, I think ghosts are. Ghosts are fun, right? Because ghosts can be any crazy shit that's happening, right? You know, you're in your house, it gets cold, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, you know, you're walking around outside, you see something spooky, oh, it's a ghost. Uh, It's a nice catch-all. But I I have a hard time believing that there are so few people with uh, unfinished business, right? Yeah, you think I, you a know, lot of people have shit that they want to do.
0: Yeah, you know, there's so, there is some compelling evidence, um, and there's so many people that have said about certain places, um, that this is the one thing I can buy into a little bit, but I think it's just maybe interdimensional stuff. I do kind, I believe that there could be other dimensions, and I believe there's a lot of stuff we don't understand, so, yeah, you're could, totally right. Could something that we don't understand happen in your house? Yes, I think you they could. Is it your grandmother? I don't know. I hope so, cuz I want to come back too, baby, and do some good comedy. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, you think there'd be a lot more ghost comedians, you know? People who always wanted to try stand up, you know?
0: That's going to be my, up, my my <laughs> That's going to be my big break, dude. <laughs> 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 all the, they won't hear it. They'll just the drawer open. <laughs> the, I just got to okay. open the drawer and they'll be scared as shit. So
1: see, right. you're, that could be a great comedy special title. Be Anthony Quinn dead.
0: <laughs> well, let's slow back.
1: Sorry, <laughs> right, uh, buddy. We don't have to tempt.
0: We don't have to tempt the gods now.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So, um, put, all right.
0: All right. So, so we're gonna wrap up in a few. So, tell me. Um, what do you have a favorite conspiracy? Oh shit! Oh shit! shit I usually shit. ask people this in the beginning, but we kind of you know got off on something else. But it's fine. But sometimes I like no, to no, ask no. your favorite. Cons- what's your favorite conspiracy?
1: It's not my favorite. con it's not a it's not a conspiracy for, per se. It's just a uh, a crazy wackadoodle group, and I just want to make sure I have the right thing here of what they're called because I don't want to mispronounce it before I get too far. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Because they're wackadoodles. (laughs) What? Yeah, these guys, the Rosicrucians. Oh, I know about the
0: Rosicrucians. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, almost like Puritans, right?
1: Yeah, I love these guys. This is like a crazy way to look at the world. Weren't they like
0: underground though? Weren't they underground or something?
1: They were and they they have naked events.
0: It's a secret society, right?
1: It's a secret society, but it's a secret society that has orgies.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, you think that you think they're still ro- you think they're still uh, around?
1: <laughs> I like that they get to pass off their sex play orgy fun as conspiracy work.
0: Yeah, but all, um, all the all the cults and stuff—they all have like the, the the Satanists and stuff. That's I think that's why a lot of them do it—is for the orgies and the cult cuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Definitely, you know you want to get that nice free cup of coffee and a donut, and the, and the interaction. But really, it's uh, I like those guys. I think that's so freaky deaky and, and silly that, like, like, what are we worried about these people?
0: Who, who? The,
1: the Rosicrucians? Are we worried oh. that they're they're doing bad shit? I'm not.
0: I I didn't even know there was that many of them. Are because they're it's like secret. They, there's there's not like Rosicrucians.com, is there?
1: I'm on Rosicrucian.org, bud.
0: Oh really? Okay. So maybe okay. And then,
1: and then also that uh, what's that park in San Francisco that the the you know the crazy elite Illuminati people go to and they reenact uh you know these crazy oh Bohemian
0: Grove, do? Bohemian Grove.
1: Yeah, that's a great one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw all the footage and stuff, and and but really, dude, it's just rich people wanting to go hang out with other rich people. It's like yeah, it's like going to the Giants game. You know what I'm saying? It's like Definitely. If if every once a year your buddy got tickets to the Giants game, you would go there, and everyone there would be a Giants fan. That's actually a pretty good fucking uh-huh. analogy.
1: <laughs> that's that's actually awesome. <laughs> you should work about that. That's good. So now, uh, is
0: there some people? that got their tickets some weird way and now they're sitting front row? Yes, there is. But you're just some Giants fan that's there to see the game. Right. And really, I mean, when you look at the Bohemian Grove event, there's thousands of people there. So when the guy, I mean, he comes out, he looks like the Pope, and he's going, Moak! He's saying all this ceremonial stuff and there's a burning... Have you seen this stuff or No.
1: Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's great theater.
0: It's awesome, and it's like yeah. it's like they burn an effigy and you hear it go ah oh, ah oh, ah. Oh. It's like you know, <laughs> it was a tape. Yeah, it was definitely a tape. But people are like, was that really a tape? Maybe they just oh, made yeah. it sound like a tape.
1: <laughs> oh no, I know VHS tracking when I see one. I know what that looks like. Uh, no, it. I like those. I like the funny like, kind of weird ones. I don't love the... The, the cryptids, I think, are, are cool because they can get very imaginative. Like, El Chupacabra is very imaginative. Um, Loch Ness Monster is very imaginative. Uh, but it's, it has to be... It has to have an element of fun, or else I I can't I don't like I don't like the super scary dark ones. I don't like you said at the beginning, I don't like the fear ones. So I don't you like, like the that.
0: you like the Bilderberger group then? You probably like that one,
1: right? Yes. I'm in I'm into those guys, yes.
0: So okay, so good example, Bilderberger group. Yes, dude, there's all kinds of people from all over the world that are meeting there. And they're all billionaires or millionaires, hundreds of millionaires, whatever they are. And they're probably making policy. But is that like right. that's always been happening, dude? You know, governments do not let anybody know what's going on. And no, I don't I, even know if they should. The way I see people acting, it's fucking ridiculous. You know, I mean, if I was running shit, I wouldn't let anybody know anything. I'd be like, everything's good. I'm Anthony right. Quinn. <laughs> I say my name <laughs> a lot.
1: <laughs> but oh, that's, I mean, good, that's good identity.
0: It just com- it's just complicated, dude. You know. So, um, are they rich people whose bloodline goes back to royalty? Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, do they want to stay in power forever? Yes, they do.
1: Definitely, and and that's been but that's been the case since the beginning of time. You of know, like the old George Car- like the George Carlin bit. They wanted to come up with ten rules that they could use to control people. Then we have the Ten Commandments, and you don't need ten. Dude, but, but you know, even the
0: Vatican, the Catholic Church, I mean, the, the Church of Babylon, they call it, but it's true. If you look at the yeah, pagan signs and you look at the Catholic Church signs, a lot of them are exactly the same. Um, And, you know, a lot of stuff just isn't pointed out. It's not pointed out. Like, they're like, they're very vague about stuff.
1: And I mean... I also...
0: Go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: I like the things like where I think it gets hard with like uh, for me with like the ancient alien stuff and, and kind of like that they've been in control of whatever and we're being controlled is like also like giving credit that it's not that ancient Egyptians were any smarter or dumber than us. Right. It's, they didn't have smaller brain pans or, you know, maybe if they were, you know, dealing with, you know, different kinds of drugs and diseases, I don't know. But like most the, the, Taking away the fact that they built the pyramids is wrong. Like, do you know how they leveled the pyramids? Do you know how they got that to happen? How? So what they did was they dug a square grid into the earth and then they filled it with water and then marked where it was level and that's how the pyramids are level.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I was. I usually ask people about the pyramids. Um, but, you know, so what I was going to say is just that, like, you know, it's it's... The powers that be are always going to be the powers that be. You know, um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Um, So what do you know about QAnon? Real quick, what do you know about QAnon?
1: Only that it's like, um, mm, what do I know about QAnon? I know that (laughs) QAnon is... uh, I know that the way that they try to explain QAnon on the documentaries is boring and convoluted, and it doesn't give you a clear enough answer that it's just not real, and that the at the end of the day there is no person who is who was next to Trump who is sending these tweets out. It was somebody who had a different capacity, whether that's a corporate entity or a very high up, you know, uh, you know, a third party person that was this distributing this stuff out i don't think that it was you know real i don't think that these guys um i don't think that they base it on anything i mean and then what i go ahead what i hate about the docs is they spend too much time talking about these 8chan motherfuckers and how they started 8chan and then beginning 8chan and telling the camera well i'm not q i couldn't be q why would i be q it's not really any more about why Q. I think the more question that we should be asking is how and, well, and what.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, like, when you deal with QAnon, it's a lot of deception. It's kind of similar to Scientology. Like, they don't, I mean, yeah. it, just in that way. Not, like, Scientology's out there. Um, but, like, they tell you one thing, but there's actually something else behind it. You know, what they're coming out with is pretty vague. And even in the documentary it's vague. I saw one documentary they have this little like um small person guy who's kind of weird and they have this other guy. Yeah. This guy's probably cute but he's not. I mean it's just not good. And
1: it's not and and it's we're building these characters up and we're building this intrigue about something that we should just be squishing. And like the idea that um what really, and again, you know, not to get too serious here, and and you, you can talk to me about this in person if if you have different opinions. But at the end of the day, QAnon is a is a new version of anti Semitic greatest hits. Oh, right?
0: absolutely, absolutely. There's a parallel version to the um to the flat Earth theory, like a QAnon flat Earth thing, dude. It all goes back to people's religious beliefs, and um. <laughs> what people, what hate mongers do is they prey on people's religious beliefs and they scare them into these yep. crazy, radical ideas. And a lot of them are mental, yep. di- mentally divergent, dude. I mean, anybody with half a brain could look at the Vatican and be like, dude, that's not what Jesus is talking about. <laughs> right. You know I right. mean? Do you really have to... I mean, look at it, dude. I've been to the Vatican. It's... Right. It's... What is this for? They have all kinds sure. of money. They have all kind, And they have all kinds of hidden books that they won't show people. And the ancient aliens people are saying that it's proof of aliens. I think it's proof of corruption.
1: <laughs> I like that answer, man. I, I feel the same way. I feel that, you know, the... I, I get, and this is coming back to the critical thinking part, is that, like, I worked as a college person to, like, really start getting my brain in that line of thinking to really question, to really look, to ask questions, to not think negative, not to t- bring anybody down, not to discredit and p- prove people wrong all the time, but just to say, what is this? How does, what is, what's going on here? How does this make sense? And, and that, and like when you do that to QAnon, you know, it just kind of, un, it, it doesn't just unravel, it disintegrates.
0: Well, yeah. So like, as far as that goes, dude, I like to stay objective and I like to ask questions too. I think, you know, being calm and joking about stuff is the way to get real answers, you know, to stay level right. headed and try to see through some of this bullshit. But I have short patience. I don't have a lot of patience or tolerance for people that right. are just, especially in a pandemic are filling people's minds with bullshit. I mean, people are worried about money. You're worried about your kids. And you're home watching this bullshit. You know, I mean, it's just... We have all these stupid, like, first-world problems. Dude, you're a sex addict because you stay home all day and jerk off on Pornhub? Come on, baby. (laughs) You know, you're on Chat Roulette. Have you seen this Chat Roulette thing?
1: Yeah, yes.
0: I mean... How are you, like, bitching about anything if you're home on chat Roulette?
1: (laughs) You know, uh, well, because people have lost their interactions. That's why people loved Q so much, because Q gave them a community in a time when they didn't have one, and, and in a place where they thought they were being further distanced by their kids or their loved ones or their friends because of their political or, you know, different kinds of ideological beliefs and they were alone, and then they had the perfect weapon to come and bring somebody in, which is to say, we're validating your beliefs, we're validating, um, you know, what you want to happen, and trust me, it's going to work, and just like everybody who's predicted the apocalypse, it doesn't come around, and, you know, it's crazy because we've never seen, and, uh, you know, we've never seen, I think, the demonstration of, the conspiracy style thinking like executed so perfectly then january 6th you know you could say the oklahoma city bombing was straight out of the turner diaries which comes from this you know new wave of fascist kkk right-wing people in the mid-90s but even that you have to learn about that you got to go dig down like you don't have to dig too far past the surface to know why those people stormed the Capitol on january 6th and like regardless of whether or not you believe they're justified like killing people and breaking into the capital of the government is wrong. So, so what
0: you said, you said they didn't think they had a community and this is important because a lot of people that buy into conspiracy theories, one of the reason why they buy into the conspiracy theories is because all they have to do is point and click and watch. But dude, look around. You have a community. You know, a lot yeah. of people watch CNN and Fox and they just flip back and forth and they talk about Biden and Trump. Those motherfuckers aren't running the country. The state governments are running the country. You know? Right. Local governments. Who's your county legislator? If you don't know who your county legislator is and you're bitching about Donald Trump, you're an idiot. No, you're right. And
1: and you have to just take... Just take that next step. My dad would say when we were growing up, go all the way to the top floor. <laughs> Bring that elevator all the way up. You
0: know, I was just talking um, to somebody who knows like a chief of police somewhere, right? And he mm-hmm. was like, and this this sealed it for him because the chief of police was like, yeah, dude, I'm basically like a glorified uh, security guard now. We can't bust anybody. Now they send them home or they're doing prison reform. So people just go home. And do a quick class and get out of it, and you know that to me sounds like an asshole cop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel you too. You know, so you, how
0: can I trust anything, even if he's he's my friend's friend? But you can be friends with somebody who's an asshole, right? No,
1: definitely, definitely, definitely. We have to we have to start letting go of this idea that everybody you talk to has to. Be ideologically pure and on your page about every but fucking thing. Th- but this
0: dude's telling me that you can't take the vaccine because it's population control and they're going to make different strains and it's going to be the ethnicities of people, the new strains and and it's just bullshit dude. And this guy's, well, living, couple, a- this guy's living pretty good. He's not in low yeah, income housing.
1: Well, my only hope for somebody like your friend is, is that, you know, I, I don't anticipate any, we're going to change any minds or that you can really heal the world through, um, you know, uh, yelling at somebody. But I, I think that if you're open to ideas and you, and you open yourself up to, uh, you know, looking at things in a different way, you, you can kind of grow, change your worldview. Right. So it's not that, you know, uh, we're told that people thought the earth was flat at, you know, in 1492, whether or not that's true is a different story, but using that analogy, like from, you know, men in black, where it's like, they thought the world was flat and then they didn't. And now you just learned that there's aliens and you have to think about it right now. Like, you know, learning new stuff, like maybe somebody, what's going to happen is, is, and this is already happening in my social circle is, uh, I'm a vaccinated person. I sell medical equipment. I'm in the hospital space you know, every other week, or I was in my old life. And, you know, I got vaccinated pretty early, I'm seeing more and more of my friends start to get vaccinated. But there's this false sense of security we have right now that everything's fine and dandy, and it's just not yet. And you are taking a risk, you are going out there. And I think that, you know, not necessarily hoping that this guy gets COVID. But I think that, you know, having a little bit of a wake up call or having a little bit of a scare in your life, definitely changes how you feel about it. And if you don't have that experience it, it's hard to kind of get over that hump and, and I also understand why people may never have that experience that they may be so closeted and, and put away and stuck in their house that they don't know those people and i never gonna have that so
0: yeah yeah Experience real,
1: changes everything
0: real quick this is, I'm just gonna end on this and this is you know this is yeah. what I'm saying about um you know like the people who were toilet paper hoarding they're the same dudes that are the conspiracy guys they don't yeah. have it that bad you know, there's nobody in the ghetto that knows anything about conspiracy theories because they're trying to survive, you know?
1: <laughs> it is that, it's definitely a luxury, you know? It's definitely yeah. a uh, yeah, you know, the and way that's, to look at the That's world. why some
0: of them just don't get a pass as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, we're going to have to wrap up. Dude, I had a ball. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you so much. This was so fun. I, I cool. hope I lived up to the other guests that you had.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll do another one. And,
1: and, and really, I appreciate your time and attention.
0: No problem. You have an Instagram you want to give people?
1: Yeah, I got some stuff I'll plug. So uh, my name is AJ Sherman. Uh, you can uh, find me on the social medias at do not <laughs> Many people ask me all the time, where does that come from? It comes from do not And okay. <laughs> uh, really, you know, just trying all these different kinds of crazy shit. Uh, I have a podcast I do on my own. It's called Long Lost Heroes Podcast. I do it with my best friend, who uh, was the bass player in my band. He was the rhythm section, and we had other tons of crazy life experiences. We talk about movies and TV that get to that come out, and it's just really a way where we can hang out with each other. Um, and you can find us on all the you know major podcasting apps: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, and say and the Google. name
0: one more time. What's the name?
1: long lost heroes podcast it is at llh podcast on instagram facebook and twitter
0: cool cool and what's your instagram
1: my instagram is aj don't oh oh, oh, that's what it was aj
0: don't okay all right people well if you want someone to serenade you with comedy (laughs) <laughs> this guy's the one to call man, and we're gonna have him back on and he's gonna send That's us a, a Produced version of that conspiracy song so you want to listen to the end after I sign off because it's gonna be there, baby You got it. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you. Talk got you it. Soon. Thank you. Thanks, Take Anthony. Care. Take care, man Yes, everybody AJ Sherman that guy's cool, man. Hey, he likes to talk <laughs> That's what this forum is for man. We're supposed to have people come on here and talk even if they talk more than me, hey, that's a that's a change. <laughs> My name is Anthony Quinn. This has been Quinspiracy. Please stay tuned for AJ uh, Sherman's um, produced version of the conspiracy song. Cheers.
1: The aliens came down. They told me what to say, eh? Yeah. They're building underground cities and they run the CIA. The aliens came down. There's Freemasons in my basement. The New World Order's got a brand new replacement, A yeah. Secret Illuminatis. I stand before you free. The skull and bones just called me and they're shipping me off to sea. Got my jumpsuit on Amazon. Gonna dive in with some men's sneakers on. And when I hit the bottom, the hollowed earth will be revealed. Got crime rings and pizza shops, Walt Disney's at Ice Pop, Bob Lazar and Roswell at Area 51. I saw Jimmy Hoffa have brunch with JFK next to Princess Diana with Elvis in L.A.